Welcome to Camden Cast. This is Tanvi. This is Erin. This is our 7-7 podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about Season 10, Episode 22. The title is, And Thank You, in parentheses, Part 2 to 220. Our IMDb user synopsis is, The Camden parents are delighted that Matt and Sarah have surprised them by visiting in time for Simon's wedding. Mainly because they are expecting a baby, but that's not all. Simon is relieved that Rose isn't pregnant after all. They're marrying for love. However, the next minute he gets cold feet, eagerly poked at by Lucy. More visitors, like Matt's one-time bride-to-be, Heather Kane, stir further reminiscing, speculations whether they will both say yes. Rose's ex, Umberto, even asks Eric's permission to sabotage the wedding. The decision falls at the altar. Matt and Carlos have wonderful surprises. What was your first impression? Um, I actually liked this episode a lot, which is good because it was supposed to be the end. Um, That's how the end should be. Yeah, but it actually isn't the end, which really sucks. But I did really like how everything ended. I liked the style with which they decided to end with. I liked the little um, homages to the past. And I liked kind of this, like, unrealistic happy ending at the end. And even the implication of what, of, like, who ends up with who. Um, And Aaron just told me that all that gets ruined with the next season, but... Whatever. This is this is this is the only end. <laughs> this is my series finale. Yeah. Um, nothing but respect for my series finale. Uh, so let's get started. We're gonna just go through this so scene by scene. Um, so the it's basically the day after the last episode. Um, the winning day. Yes. And Annie and the River in the kitchen, and they're like, "Oh, what's gonna happen?" and is Matt going to come? Whatever. Is the wedding going to happen? <clears throat> and then Simon comes downstairs and he's like, don't worry. Everything's great. We're definitely getting married. If we were going to call it off, we would have called it off last night. So let's all proceed as normal. So that's the cold open. We come back from the cold open with, uh, well, first of all, the, oh, this is the one thing I've complained about this before that I'd hate that Seventh Heaven does is reintroduces pe- like guest stars that they're having into the opening credits so we're not surprised when we see them um so matt's there and he this is stupid so he goes in by himself into the cam cam kitchen to make a sandwich which he then passes like out the out the side door to who like well you'll find out is sarah but we don't but it's only for like this effect of hiding sarah before it's time to see her um and because the cam the camerons have already speculated and decided that sarah is pregnant so the the Rev, like, confronts Matt, and Matt's like, where's Mom? And the Rev is like, where's Sarah? And they just start, like, go, go back and forth, and then they're like... And then finally Sarah appears, and she is indeed pregnant. And Annie comes down, and she is first happy to see Matt, but then she sees Sarah, and she, like, kind of loses her shit. Mm-hmm. And everybody's happy and hugging, and we don't know what or who um they are like what kind of babies <laughs> or baby um they matt, could be lizard babies who <laughs> matt, knows matt and sarah are having uh but but we're gonna find out it eventually and the whole thing is that nobody knows that matt and sarah are supposed to be there so they're gonna hide out in the garage to surprise everybody else um we are then taken to a flashback of, of mary <laughs> trying to kiss matt guys so she could that? learn how to kiss how to kiss, apparently. Because she wanted... Remember that guy that was, like, Matt? Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff. That was it. That was Jeff, yeah. 
Um, so she had to practice kissing her brother so she could kiss Jeff. I don't know why they chose to flashback to this scene specifically. And then, so, like, it's, we get the idea it's, like, the Rev's flashback, and then when we come back to real life, Annie is like, I know what you're thinking about. You're thinking about Mary practicing kissing with Matt. And I was like, it's even weirder that she knew what his flashback was. Um, and the w- even weirder part still is that the Rev decides that this is when it went all all wrong for, yeah. for like, Mary. I always thought it was when she trashed the gym, but I really think her trouble was always with the opposite sex. And which is just like a complete rewriting of history. Mary was completely fine for three, four seasons. Like, leave her the hell alone. Yeah, it really, like, they... She was, like, the most grounded uh, until, really, Jessica Biel decided she wanted to leave the show, so. And then they killed her character, essentially. Uh, We then go to Umberto and Rose uh, in Rose's hotel room, where she's, like, going to go start getting ready, and Umberto's, like, not joking, but joking. He's definitely not joking. He's not joking. Um, Where he's like, what's the signal you're going to give me when you want to call the wedding so I can object um, and then it'll be fine. And he's like, let's make it a whistle. And she's like, uh-huh, Berto, you're so funny. But, like, actually... When he leaves, she practices whistling. But, like, the most important part of the scene was right before he leaves, they kiss. But it's, like, the most, it's like the saddest little kiss. I know, but it's they the still kiss. kiss. Yeah. It's still a kiss. So that happened. Um, and she made it all feel like seem like there was like some sort of fuzzy warmth, you know, like oh my god, a kiss that's affected me, and it's not just a kiss; it's a which kiss. Which is why kiss. she was practicing whistling because she's like, now I'm gonna have to call off the wedding. Um. So then, Simon and Kevin. <laughs> Simon is at Kevin and Lucy's house, <laughs> and like Lucy's on the phone with Annie, and they're talking about whatever, like Rose, um, whether or not Rose is gonna go forward with it, and like how she feels about Umberto. And then Simon and Kevin are having a separate conversation about, like, I don't know. about Like, Simon is like, I'm definitely sure. Wait, Simon like, and Kevin, not Umberto. Oh, yeah. Simon and Kevin are having this conversation, and Simon is kind of just hyping himself up. And he's like, I'm definitely sure. I'm going to get married today. And then there's, like, a knock at the door. And who is it other than Heather? Uh, Remember Matt's, her? <laughs> Matt's, like, first girlfriend on the show who whose wedding... Matt, maybe this is supposed to be like a like sort of a callback of like, you know, Matt broke up Heather's wedding. Heather is here to just be like, remember me? (laughs) So she gives Simon a gift and it is so strange. Really very strange. She's like, Oh, I've had this all these years. I wanna give it to you because it like makes me feel really good about like you and Matt. And it's a photo of Simon as a child with happy So (laughs) it's like why did she ever have this photo? But then she kept it all these years. Many questions about why Heather held on to this photo of her ex boyfriend's brother with his dog. Especially because Heather says that this is the picture. And the story behind why Matt wanted to be an OBGYN was because he knew that Happy was pregnant the moment he saw Happy. Like, that's what the picture is of. And for some reason, that picture was given to Heather, and Heather kept it. (laughs) For, like, six years after they broke up. Because it reminds her of that? I don't know. And also, Heather's the worst. Heather's been divorced, too, we find out. I think we knew that. Remember that, like episode where they almost got together matt and heather because heather was divorced and matt and sarah were about to oh yeah yeah like having trouble but then they didn't they i don't know whatever um so the other thing that heather does in this scene is ruin the surprise for everyone because she spoils that matt's in town 
Yeah, and then everybody runs over to see Matt, and they all reunite, and then they're like, where's Sarah? Where? But Sarah's hiding, because she's hiding that she's pregnant, and uh, this is when we get some, like, it goes back to Simon being unsure. Um, We have Matt being like, if you're in love with her, that's all that matters, and we have Lucy being like, well, if you don't want to marry her, then don't marry her, because you don't want to regret, it's fine regretting to marry her beforehand, but you can't have those regrets afterwards, because then you'll be legally married, and this is when Simon's like, am I in love with her? And it's... Is he in love with her? He's like, I like her, and I love her, but am I in love with her? Um, And while this is happening, um, Rose is getting ready all by herself for her (laughs) wedding. It is. she has a series of visitors. It's very sad, actually. Yeah, it is very sad. Um, So... Sarah comes in, and this is 100% the first time Sarah and Rose have ever met. Face to face. Yeah. Because they did have that phone conversation a few episodes ago when Sarah was like, you need to move your wedding, even though I've never met you. Um, so Sarah is apparently one of Rose's bridesmaids? <laughs> Question mark. Why? <laughs> because they're newly, they're going to become sisters. So anyway, they have like, some banter. I don't know, they but have it like just a ends with heart to heart for no reason. Yeah, and this really ends with Rose being like, "Here, I got you some. Like, I want you to have this." And she tells this ridiculous story. It's a string of pearls, and she's like, "When my parents first got divorced, each of them got me pearls for Christmas, and then the next year they forgot that they each got me pearls, so they all they both gave me pearls again." And then she's like, "This happened apparently for like ten years in a row that her parents just gave her pearls," and she's like. And, like, I really hold on to a lot of resentment when I look at these pearls because I resent that my parents are divorced and that, like, it seemed like they didn't care about me or couldn't even remember, like, what they they were giving me every year. So she was like, and, like, I don't know, Sarah says something about, like, oh, is your mom angry about this? Or is, like, is your mom okay with this? And Sarah's like, yes, because I'm letting go. And I let my mother know that this was my plan. Um... And, like, I'm letting go of my resentment, and I'm giving all of my bridesmaids, or, like, my new sisters-in-law, pearls. And Sarah's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, we also get, like, uh, so apparently si- uh, Rose's mom doesn't think Simon's okay. We also have uh, si- Sarah and Rose bonding over the fact that both their mothers didn't like their Camden men. But, like, will in the future, potentially? I don't know. It's just, it's stupid. Uh, so, oh, something about uh, Rose's hair being up or down. Oh, yeah, Rose's mother wanted her to pull her hair back, and, like, Sarah's, like, it looks fine down, but, like, do do you. Uh, then Lucy replaces Sarah, and she gets a string of pearls, and then um, Annie replaces Lucy, and she doesn't get a string of pearls. And at this point, Sarah has pulled her hair back. I mean, no, Rose, what's her name? Yeah, Rose. <laughs> I do <laughs> like Rose's hair back. So I think better. that was a better look yeah. for this wedding. Um, just, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's, like, it's just, it is really sad because she has no friends or family of her own helping her and all of the cam people, like, all of her in-laws are coming in and out. But they're not helping her. They're just kind of talking to her. So it's just, like, a very sad bride moment. I don't know. I felt, like, where are the mimosas? Also, I think <laughs> that the bridesmaids are, like, it's just, like, the Camden women. Yeah. And it's, like, what? You have no friends? I guess Sandy should be there, but... 
Well, we learned in the last episode Rose doesn't want Sandy there because Rose She's doesn't want... She's afraid that Sandy will object so she can marry Simon. Uh, <laughs> well, it, that yes, but not that. But also because she's afraid that Sandy and the baby will take attention away from her. So she doesn't want Sandy and the baby there. So, so this is her own doing. Yeah. Um, while this is happening, the, the Umberto. The Rev and Umberto meet with each other. and for, Again, for like the first time. Yeah, but um, are acting as if they've known each other for a while. And Umberto's basically like, basically like, are you going to tell me not to object? Because maybe I will listen to you, but maybe at the same time, I won't listen to you. So, uh, I'm going to, and then, oh wait, the best part is the Rev is like, oh yeah, everybody knows you're still in love with Rose. And he's like, what? Everybody knows? And we're like, Umberto, you have not been doing a good job of keeping this a secret. The other part of this scene that's important is they bring up the, like, cam women ring tradition of, like, you make me the best or you, you make me the best, best in me. me. Yeah. And um, the Rev is like, I don't think Rose brings out the best in Simon and I don't think Simon brings out the best in Rose. So that is why I don't think they should be getting married. And Umberto's like, I can be... The, the best. <laughs> yes, for Rose. And vice versa. Um, and this is where we get some, I guess, fun scenes, if you want to call them that, because the we Rev the and... We have Rev and Annie, yeah, speculating about, like, how the wedding is going to unfold. So first, I think it's the Rev yeah. starts, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I think Simon is going to call it off when, I, when I'm doing the vows. And then we have this fantasy scene where... Rose and Simon are at the altar, and the Rev is reading the vows, and they get to, like, oh, till death do us part. And Simon's like, what? We have to be together till death? And then, like, Rose is like, yeah, like, that's, you know, we're just, whatever. It's until death does part. And then he's like, why don't we rush into this? Like, we're talking about death. And, like, Rose is like, just in the context of the fact that we shouldn't get divorced and our relationship should only end when one of us dies. So then we cut back to... They're having Annie, and Annie is like, no, I think it's going to be Rose that calls it off. Yeah. And then I forget what that that scene looks like. Rose is like, this is embarrassing, but also I've learned so much and grown so much in this year, and I've learned that I need to make mistakes and that sometimes making mistakes is okay, but I don't want to make this mistake or something. So she calls it off. And then they're like, then they come back to reality and be like, remember, we should be prepared for anything. And this fantasy includes... Mary, we finally get Mary back! Yay! For the briefest of moments. She runs and objects to the wedding. There is a brief moment where they think that Mary is Simon's ex-girlfriend. It isn't. It's Mary. And then they make Mary really stupid because that's been their whole M.O. since they decided that they did not like Jessica Biel. And she basically says that Rose should travel around the world and live a life before she decides to settle down and get into this legally binding contract because it's really hard to get out of a legally binding contract and there's so much of the world to see and she's so young. And then Rose is like, aha, this strange woman is correct. Um, And then we basically kind of come back to reality and he's like, I think you're imagining Mary to be a lot stupider than <laughs> she is. Than yeah. she is, and it's like, let's just do this. Let's see what happens. We Cut do- to the party. Yeah, what's happened? Oh my god! So it's after the wedding. It's the reception, and we are basically it's kind in of in the Camden's backyard. Yeah. I thought they were supposed to be getting married at this restaurant, but mm. uh, who knows? Mm. So um, 
it's the reception. We don't know what's happened yet. Um, we There's no sign of the bride and groom. There's no sign of, like, anybody being upset or really happy about anything. But what we do get is everybody giving their baby news. Carlos is there. Uh, yes. Um, the Paul, the waiter, who's not supposed to be there, but, like, gets there to cater? I don't Just know. Just to serve Ruthie. Uh, is there. Uh, they wash off some mustaches off the twins, which is a minor plot line, which we're not even going to discuss. But you just did, so whatever. <sighs> um, so anyway, I think it starts with first Matt and Sarah are like, we'll give our news. And they're like, we are having boys. We are having twin boys. And Annie and the Rev are like, woo. And then Lucy and Kevin are like, we can't believe this. We are also having a boy. Z. Two of them. <laughs> twin boys and then Carlos is like this is really unbelievable and Mary's gonna kill me but we're also having twins but we're having twin girls so wild times in in the lives of the Camdens they're all having twins and their gene pool and then oh well yeah obviously Carlos implicit in Carlos's announcement he's like we're back together and we're having twins so um then Mary calls him from home, and she's like, don't tell anyone I'm graduating college tomorrow. But also, we're, she's supposed to be at the med school graduation yeah. the next day. Oh, I guess because they're in New York. Like, I don't see No, this. I don't think she's graduating tomorrow. I think she's telling the, she wants to tell them that she's... Don't, don't wait... I just mean, like, she doesn't want to tell them that she's graduating or she's... Okay. So Mary's been really busy since we haven't seen her, and her and Carlos are back together, and she's graduating college, and everybody's having babies, multiple babies, and isn't it just wild? And Barry Watson does some of the best acting I've ever seen on this show. Honestly, he's... I think he was just so happy to be free of the show that he, like, really acted He really went all out. Um, this is all, we still don't know if, um, Simon and Rose have, like, are together or not. The bride and groom get called up for their first dance. It's that Embraceable You song from the Gershwin episode. And there's a woman who is just credited as Fat Lady in the credits. Yeah. And she cannot sing, and she is trying to sing this song. And I don't know why, I hope they did not pay her for her services. Then uh, Rose's father comes and cuts in, and then Umberto comes and cuts in, and they're dancing together, and this is when we basically find out that Rose and Simon did not get married, and maybe Umberto and Rose will be getting married. All the couples come out to dance on the floor, but on the dance floor, but Simon is has not. Has no one to dance with. And this is when Sandy comes with her baby, baby Aaron, and um, she says... Like, how'd it go? What happened? He's like, we never even made it into the church. Like, we decided that we shouldn't be doing this. And Sandy's like, I'm glad, and I have something to tell you. And this is kind of where the episode ends with, like, this, like, overhead shot of all the Camdens dancing in front of, like, and Simon and Sandy looking at each other very lovingly, kind of making it seem like they're the ones. Yeah, that it's his baby, that they're the ones that are going to be together. And that, and like there's a song, mon- like montage, and that's the end. It's the song is, um, that song that's like, eh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's good. That's great. <laughs> okay. They should have hired me to play Fat Lady. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. No, it's the song from the first episode that's like, um, anything you want, you got it. I don't oh, know the name of the song. Anything yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. Like that. I Not. Th- <laughs> I, think, 
I think <laughs> I was just you were making. I think I sang it better, but <laughs> okay, it was. So, uh, <laughs> please stop. Please stop. So, so so anyway, that's that's it. That's the series. We're done. <laughs> the podcast over. Signing out. Goodbye. <laughs> we don't want to do season eleven, especially because we really, really liked, or at least I really liked the ending of this. I thought but we've done two hundred and twenty-one episodes, <laughs> so we might as well. Do, do 22 more. Um, what would you rate this episode? Um, this, is, this is a good one. Um, I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to give it a 6. Wow! I guess I have to give it a 6.5 then, because you've given it a 6. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works, but... <laughs> um, I will forget who the ranking... We haven't adjusted the rankings in forever. No, I think Mary, Mary's still on top. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think we had Ruthie as a seven. Okay, but, but like Mary was like six. Yeah, but I feel like we should have changed that a long time ago. Uh, anyway, I'm going to give it a seven. <laughs> this is the best episode. <laughs> because it was supposed to be over. Yes. Well, also because they didn't put Simon and Rose together after all Which of that. Which nobody wanted, yeah. so that's good. Um, I really, actually, this was a complete shock to me. Um, I, this is the best kept secret you've kept, Aaron. I really thought they were going to end up getting married, and it was pissing me off the entire time, because I was like, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? But now the entire season actually makes so much more sense that they didn't end up getting married. I actually have, have want to look back now at the season, and I feel a lot better about it. And I feel a lot better about why they made Rose such a dislikable character. It's because they were never going to keep her there in the first place. I guess, yeah. So, I mean, generally, to recap the season, I guess, and maybe the series, sort of. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're really, the whole first half of the season was so, so intensely focused on Martin and Sandy. Yeah. That the whole Rose and Simon stuff that was going on during that, that period was sort of secondary to uh, Ro- um, Sandy and Martin. But... We still like, and that was when they built like this, like hate of Rose. But I also don't know why they, if this was gonna happen anyway, and obviously like they knew this was gonna happen. Why did they like five episodes ago make Annie be like, I actually love Rose now, and everybody's okay with Rose, and like they sort of made Rose a little bit more likable. I don't like a red like, herring, I guess maybe, or like a a throw like a like to throw us off the scent or something. I guess. I just I think if they were planning on putting. Sandy and Simon together the entire time, they should have kept Sandy in the background in certain episodes, I think. And well, we yeah, sh- I, I also agree with this because I was wondering as well, like, where did Sandy and Martin go to? Like, she lived... Sandy lived in the town where Simon she and Rose in, go to school. She lived in Rose's apartment with Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where she lived. <laughs> so is did Martin and... Martin and Sandy just take over Rose's apartment and they were like, Rose, you have to go live with Simon now? Like, where did, like, never to, they just disappeared and it's like, never to be seen again now that they have a child. And it's like, well, where the hell did they go? Because, like, Sandy was still in school with Rose and Simon. So why, why are we never going to see them again? And also Martin was supposed to be in school with Rose and Simon at this point too. Like, yeah, so the, the whole, like, writing them sort of out of the show for the rest of this season didn't really make any sense. I think it was detrimental to the season. I think they could have told other stories. And I also think that they wanted to keep us, like, if keep the Sandy-Simon thing in the background, they should have kept that there. And also, I think it 
kind of divides the season. We have the first half of the season, as you said, was so heavily focused on Sandy and Martin. It doesn't even feel like it was part of the season, looking back. It feels like it was part of a different it's, season. Yeah, there was very distinct. Like, I mean, you had all the Simon and Rose stuff going on sort of in the background where everybody was like, oh, God, we still we hate Rose so much. But then once Martin and Sandy were out, out of the picture, they totally changed Rose to be someone who's supposed to be likable now. And then um, I guess the other main thing happening this season was kind of this, like, Lucy coming into her own as a reverend, Lucy getting pregnant uh, again, and Kevin kind of coming into this role as a stay-at-home father. Um, I I feel like they're very, like, I feel like Kevin is a very bland character, but I also feel like I, I like Kevin as a character, and... I kind of just like this, like, oh, this is the crazy family I'm in. This is my crazy wife. I love everything about it. And this is, and I'm accepting it. I feel like he's just been, like, indoctrinated. He's, like, a <laughs> Stockholm sy- Syndrome kind of person. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's it. Obviously, we had, like, Ruthie just pining after Martin for the entire See, like, that was pretty much her entire storyline. Yeah. Because up Which until is- a few episodes ago, she still just, like, wasn't over it. Um I'm actually really pissed off at this. I think, so, Aaron, from when the show began until, like, while we were watching this, I I mean, look at our Seventh Heaven scale. She was, like, Ruthie was seven. Like, Ruthie was shown, like, was supposed to be, like, the best character, and I feel like she was, at times, the best character. She was clearly the smartest of the Camdens. She was shown as being the smartest of the Camdens. But to have her last season be entirely about a boy, I I thought it's a disservice to her. It was a very Lucy moment. Yeah, and I feel like if they had kept Mary around, if they hadn't like kicked just whatever happened to Jessica Biel, mm-hmm. I feel like that could have maybe shaped Ruthie's characterization in a different way. But yeah. we just had her like basically mirroring the behavior of Lucy in earlier seasons. And the other thing I disliked about this is now that they've kind of hinted the fact that Sandy's baby is not Martin's, that it is Simon's or that Sandy and Simon are going to do something, it kind of cancels out, like, in a universe where this is the this is the thing that's happening now in, like, Seventh Heaven Land, Martin is conceivably back in the picture then for Ruthie. Like, the reason he started school early, the reason he left, all of this was, like, to be a father and stuff. Yeah, but he still left and he's in, like, college not close by. Well, I mean, Simon's there almost every weekend, so, like... Yeah, but they make it sound like it's, like, a long drive or whatever, so... I don't know. And also, as... Who pointed it out a few episodes ago that we liked? Rose. (laughs) Yeah, as Rose... Yeah, Yeah, I know. As Rose pointed out... I mean, she's not the only person who said it. There's no... Never any indication that Martin was ever going to be like, oh... Ruthie, you've been here so long, and I never noticed. You were right in front of my eyes, and now I'm ready to date you. Like, there's still never been, like, Martin has never been like, I want to be with Ruthie, but God damn it, this baby is keeping me from it. Um, so... I still completely agree with that, but as a, like, as, like, if Ruthie, like, just imagine this Ruthie. It's been, what, three, four episodes now of her not being all about Martin? Like, she's like... Yeah. But, like... Sandy comes to the picture. Sandy reveals that the baby is actually not Martin's. I feel like for Ruthie, that would be still fresh enough for her to be like, guys, like, oh, here we go. It's my yeah. chance. Yeah. Like, I feel like she'd be back, be back on that grind go, going after that bread. Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I really don't think there were other like massively. I mean, Simon develops that not at all. I think no. this was entirely out of character all of for everything was. that we've seen. Yeah. 
from Simon, like, in the previous nine seasons, so this was just stupid. And congratulations to Matt and Sarah and Mary and Carlos, because we haven't seen them in so long. And And they got out of there. They got out of there. (laughs) They got out of Glen Oak. Uh, Yeah, I think, so overall, obviously we don't know anything about Matt, and we don't know anything about Mary, but we're going to just assume the best. So they did great. I need to know (laughs) how Carlos and Mary reconnected while he was living in Puerto Rico and she was living in Chicago. Because now it seems like they're both back in New York. They made it seem like that she spent more time in Puerto Rico because she wanted to be closer to her son. She would, like, visit a lot more. So maybe that's Uh, when they reconnected. I guess. Um, But I'd say the only person that we see that's still on air that actually followed the trajectory that they were supposed to be following is Lucy. Um, Yeah, because that's, like, such a simple characterization. And there's just, like, from the get-go, it was like, Lucy was meant to be happy. No, well, I mean, Lucy was meant to follow in her father's footsteps. They've always kind of put this out there that Lucy was going to do, like, Lucy was going to be as horrible as the Rev, and that's what (laughs) happened. Um, But I'd say, like, Ruthie and Simon were really tanked on. Like, they, I don't know, Seventh Heaven writers didn't have enough imagination to really give them something different. I think they both had way more to go for them, and it said they had uh, Ruthie pine over a boy, and they had Simon fucking, I don't know, do this bullshit. I I don't even, like, there was nothing that really developed it. Like, he did not, he was very static for the last season. I don't think he developed as a character. Um, Other than, like, in those few scenes we had of him alone with Sandy. Um, So that is season 10. Wow. Probably for the last season of of seven, for, like, presumably the last season of season 10, of, of, I'm sorry, of Seventh Heaven. I was kind of disappointed with the lack of overall callbacks. Yeah, we had like visits from Aunt Julie. We had and Mrs. Grandma Bing, Jenny, Grandma Jenny, and stuff. But I feel like I know that the actor that played Robbie was not involved. But they didn't mention Robbie at all. I feel like they could have like put a callback to Robbie out there. They could have done something like. I I also think that generally in this season it could have been focused more on the Cam fam. Yeah, yeah. Than like this whole like the really the big storyline was like. Martin and Sandy, not Cam Fam members. And then after that, like Simon and, and Rose. So, like, we had it focused on Simon, but. But it was really all about Rose. <laughs> yeah. Um, Simon was, like, totally uninteresting. We didn't see Hank in the last season, you know, Uncle or Hank. Or Aunt Julie, yeah. Or... Well, we saw Aunt Julie, but we didn't see Hank. Oh, yeah, we did see Aunt Julie. Um, we. Did we see the. No, we, we did see the Colonel over the phone, or did we see the Ruth? We saw one of them over the phone. Um,. I don't know. I just feel like for the last season, you usually like to get back as many characters as possible. And I, I see that they did try to get a lot of people I back. I wish they had brought back, like, I don't know. Jimmy Moon. Um, that other guy. That Ashley had... Tisdale. <laughs> oh, right. Like <laughs> There were so many guys. I wish they had brought back Katie Cassidy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, like, wh- where was um, Ashley Simpson? Or <laughs> Cecilia? Man, he, that's who should have come back to at, at the end for Simon. No! No. What is it? D- uh, what Dina. Was Dina. Dina. <laughs> Where's Dina? Um, I think that the episode where whose birthday did they have where all the characters came back? No, was that the hundredth episode? That was the hundredth episode. That, yeah, I feel like that should have been the. Finale. But it was also the Rev's birthday, I yeah. think. Um, um, so yeah. that's it. <laughs> they should have stopped at hundred. <laughs> they just did hundred and twenty-one more than they needed to. Um, so that's the episode. I don't have much else to say about the season or the episode. I think we've kind of hit it all. So bye. <laughs> um, so season 11 is next this is the, that's the actual last season so get ready for another 
many episodes. 22 episodes. Of this. Um, so if you want to hear that, that's every Wednesday and Saturday. We upload to Stitcher, to SoundCloud.com slash CanadaCast, and to the Apple iTunes podcast app. Um, we will be posting some things from the season finale on our social media. Hopefully Barry Watson's reactions. Maybe we'll do some videos. Um, it's uh, Twitter and Instagram at CamdenCastShow and Facebook.com slash CamdenCast. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. This is Camden Cast. See you for season 11. That's the way.